Okay. <laughs> Welcome back, horse girls and guys. I just realized my microphone wasn't on after 15 seconds of talking. Um, but anyways, welcome back. We're back for the second episode this week. Um, in the last episode, I mentioned that I'm doing two this week because I missed last week. And so I just figured, you know, what, we'll just do two this week. Not that anybody was concerned or <laughs> looking forward to it, but I just figured I'll just do it for me. I'll just do it for me. So yeah, we're back today. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, that curtain behind me looks so bad right now and it's kind of driving me nuts, but, um, it's broken and I don't know what to do about it. So, um, try not to judge me for that. But in this episode, I figured we would kind of tail off last the last episode where I played 20 questions and today I would do would you rather questions. So yeah, that's what we're going to do today. We're going to play would you rather horse owner edition. And I came up with a few and then I had my friend Melanie send me some and I also have um, a different discussion topic for after that. So anywho, hope you guys have been having a good holiday season so far. I know I said I said that last time, but uh regardless, if you've had any Christmases so far, hopefully they've been good. I know a couple episodes ago I talked about how like everybody hates this time of year cuz they have to see their family or something, but hopefully um you know, you're enjoying this time with your family and not having I am going to have a Christmas well on Christmas day. Um of course. But we are having a little bit of family drama right now with one of my relatives. <laughs> and this is so bad. I probably shouldn't even be talking about this, but I guarantee nobody in my family will ever see this. So anywho, I have a relative that has always been a drinker, right? But none of us are really sure why in the last year, year and a half, he has come like plastered to every family event, <laughs> And it's like kind of it's kind of funny, but it's also not like at this point, it's not like because it's been over a year and my boyfriend met him for the first time, uh, my relative last Christmas and my relative made a terrible impression on my boyfriend because he was three sheets to the wind an hour into Christmas. And so my boyfriend was like, yeah, that guy kind of weird. And I was like, this is really embarrassing because he doesn't act like that. He's never acted like that my whole life. So I don't know what my relative is going through, but I had a discussion with my mom earlier this week because she hosts Christmas every year. And I'm like, you need to tell them that the rest of us do not appreciate when they come to Christmas plastered and start yelling at the nieces and nephews. And it's just really ridiculous and they need to get it under control or not come. And my mom's just like, well, you know, then grandma and grandpa will be mad. And My mom's getting soft in her old age, you guys. Seriously, if I would have come to Christmas like that, she would have told me to never step foot in her house again <laughs> like that. But anywho, so we're going to see how that blows over with Christmas this year. Hopefully, well, wish me luck. Um, but yeah, so... We all have that one family member, right? Hopefully. Or is it just me? Um, but yeah, I need still need to buy gifts for a couple people. And I need to do that like ASAP so that they get here in time. But 
otherwise, I think I'm sitting okay. Um, I just need like some finishing touches type things. And I need to fill Thomas's stocking, um, which is stressful too. Because filling stockings, you guys, is expensive. Um, I don't remember... Maybe my mom just got us like cheap stuff for our stockings every year. Like when we were kids, obviously she could just put like candy and like pencils and erasers and stuff in it. But now that we're adults and we have to fill stockings, it's like, oh my God, like you got to find expensive ass stuff to put in these stockings and it's not appreciated. But um, yeah, so I have to do that yet. Otherwise, I'm sitting pretty good um, gift wise. I really stress out about gifts. I mean, I guess I don't like stress about it because I'm excited to buy people gifts, but like I have such a big family. I don't know if I talked about this in the last episode either, but I have such a big family that it's like, you know, I have seven siblings and then I have two nephews. I have my grandparents and my parents and it's like, oh my God, like what? Having a big family is great until you have to buy things for them all at once. So, yeah. But anyways, let's go ahead and get into the would you rather questions. I'm going to go ahead and start with the ones that I brainstormed. Um, and then I'll read a few that Melanie sent me. So, would you rather? Um, horse owner edition. First question, would you rather do chores in the snow or in the rain? So anybody that has ever worked at a boarding facility or maybe has your horses at home, this is kind of a hard one. I think depending on the situation, I'd rather do chores in the snow because doing chores in the rain overall just sucks every way possible because you're soaking wet, whether it's hot outside. If it's hot out, you're soaking wet and it's muggy and it's sticky and you're sweating on top of being rained on and like rain boots are hot in the summer and it's just awful um on top of the mud and then in the cold you're freezing cold and it's raining and it's freezing on you and it's making everything muddy or it's freezing on the ground and making everything slippery so I think I'm going to go with the snow because the snow also sucks, but at least it's dry and it's not as miserable, I guess. <laughs> okay. Would you rather stack a thousand bales of hay or muck stalls all day long? <laughs> so mm, I've done both of these. I have stacked a lot of hay because way back in the day, my dad had like 20 acres of hay ground and we didn't have a round baler. So we just had to square bale all of it. And I kid you not, we probably stacked about a thousand bales at a time once the whole thing was baled. But mucking stalls all day sounds pretty miserable. I worked at a boarding facility once that had a lot of horses inside. I mean, they probably had 30 stalls inside. And just mucking and cleaning took me like four hours. And that was freaking awful. Um, my shoulders hurt so bad in the hot weather. It was miserable, like trying to take the wheelbarrow out. So I think I would rather stack hay, to be honest. Especially now that I'm older and I'm stronger. 
I think I can throw hay bales around more than I would want to um, scoop poop because that poop gets heavier and heavier the longer that you do it. Plus the like the pee smell, like the ammonia and stuff, like scooping that all day long, that would really suck. So I think I'm going to go with I'd rather stack a thousand bales of hay. Would you rather go on a trail ride or go to a show? So this is a good question, actually, because I feel like in my personal life, there is so many people that I know that miss trail rides because there's a show on the same day and they almost always want to go to the show instead. I am the opposite. And if there is a trail ride going on somewhere locally, I will absolutely go to the trail ride over a show. Now, I understand if you like pay for lessons and stuff to show. Sorry, I had to yawn. And like you're leasing a horse for the year to show and you're investing all this money into like your show stuff. Like I get you should probably get your money's worth and go to those shows. But personally, I would much rather bring a six pack and just enjoy a Saturday trail ride with some friends and kick back. So that's just me. I would so much rather trail ride than go to a show. Would you rather ride your horse on a, quote, spooky day or a bratty day? So would you rather ride your horse on a day that they're spooking at everything or being a brat? Um, I think I think I would rather I ride them on a bratty day. So when my horse is just being a jerk that day, I would rather deal with that than deal with the days that they're just like spooking at everything because I find myself getting very irritated when my horse is just having one of those days and they're like spooking at leaves that are blowing or just like spooking at the trailer that we walk by every single day. I get I find myself get like losing my patience that way because it's stuff that we've been over multiple times and desensitized to multiple times. And then all of a sudden today we're scared of everything. That's when I start to get really annoyed. So I think I can deal with um, my horse just having an attitude today better than I can deal with my horse acting stupid. (laughs) You know, I get my horse isn't stupid like they have bad days, they have off days and stuff. But when they're spooking at everything, I feel like they're just being stupid because we've been over this again and again and again. But today we're going to spook at it one more time. Anywho, yeah, I think I would rather ride them when they're just being a brat. Would you rather go tack shopping or go horse shopping? And this is a tough one for me because I do both when I don't need to. Um, but I think I think I would rather go tack shopping, to be honest. There's something about going to the tack store or going to a tack auction and seeing all this stuff that makes you think of your horse. And I don't need any more horses. Of course, I like looking at them. But I also, it's so much more money to buy a horse than it is to buy tack. And so, yeah, I think I would rather buy tack. Um, would you rather buy a horse from the loose pin or buy a horse from a Craigslist ad? <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure that my dad bought soccer and sugar off of a Craigslist ad. 
I could be wrong, but I, I think so. I'd have to ask him to be sure. But uh, my dad used to be a very Craigslist guy. And I think he still does browse on Craigslist every once in a while. Um, but gosh, that's a hard one. Honestly, think I'd rather buy a horse from the loose pin. For one, Craigslist is just weird um, and sketchy. And two, I don't feel like Craigslist horses are listed very cheap um, anymore. Like I remember used, I used to get on there like when I was like 12 or something thinking I needed to buy a horse. And um, I would get on there and horses would be like 500 to 800 bucks on Craigslist. And now they're like people are pricing them really high on Craigslist. So I don't feel like that's a fair, um, I don't know, reason to look on Craigslist. But in the loose pin, horses are pretty much all very cheap. Um, even though you don't know anything about them, you can at least see the horse, look at it, look at its feet, look at its condition. You can tell if it's injured or anything. Usually you can gain some sort of, of knowledge about it, but, um, I don't know. Something is just pulling me towards, I'd rather buy a loose pin horse. That's just me though. Okay. Some questions that Melanie sent me. Would you rather do chores in the morning or the night? Personally, I like doing chores at night way more than I like doing them in the morning. I seriously hate getting up in the morning before work to go out and do chores. It just, it is, it's a flaw of mine. I actually, right now, my routine, when the horses don't have round bales, when the horses do have round bales, all I have to do is go out, throw some hay to my goats, throw some hay to Chance, and I'm good to go. I think that's all I have to do. Yeah, make sure Chance has water. Um, and then when I get home around like noon or so, I'll give a, I'll give Chance and I'll give the boarded horses their grain. Um, and then at night, I do everyone else's grain and hay again. Well, when the horses don't have round bales, that means I have to give them all hay before I go to work because waiting till like noon when I get home is just too late in the day for them to not have eaten anything. Um, so I have to get up a half an hour earlier to go out there and give them all hay. And yeah, it's just, it's, it's such a first world problem, but I just hate doing it. I really hate doing it, especially this time of year when it's pitch black until 7am. And I just, I'd rather do them at night when there's light. Um, the next one, would you rather have an Olympic champion horse or something just as high of a class, but in a different field of riding. Um, I think I would see, it seems like now I don't really watch the Olympics, but it seems like when I do and see clips of the Olympics, they're all English horses. <sighs> and I could be wrong, but it seems like they're all English horses and I obviously don't write English. So that doesn't really apply to me. So I think I would like to have just as high of a class in like a rodeo horse or something like that. Um, yeah, something of that nature. Would you rather have tall horses or short horses? I'm a short horse person. And when I hear English people talking about short horses, it's usually like something that's 15, three. And to me, that's a huge horse. So I know English folks have like 18 hand, these massive beast of horses 
but I'm not, I'm not really about that. All of my horses, I think Luna is my tallest horse and she's like 15 hands. I like them short and wide. That's just how I am. I don't know. I like them small. Um, would you rather ride in the tall mountains or ride in the desert? So I, I have always wanted to see the mountains, so I'm going to have to go with the mountains on this, but I think it would be really cool as well to ride in the desert. <coughs> oh God, that's not up on me. Um, I have never seen the desert. I've never seen the mountains, so I, I can only imagine what both of them look like. And I've always wanted to ride in the mountains my whole life. That's on my bucket list is to go to Colorado and take my horses and ride through the mountains. But I would, I think it'd be really cool to ride in the desert too. Cause I've never even seen the desert. And I, it, it just seems crazy to me that there can be literally miles around of just nothing, you know, kind of crazy. But the thought of like, you know how like sand can have an avalanche effect just like snow can, like if you, you know, knock a big chunk of sand off a hill, like then the rest of the sand can just kind of come sliding down. That scares me as well as like quicksand or like holes. That's scary, but it would be cool to see it. Um, would you rather ride flat ground or varied surfaces? So I feel like this is the same question, Mel. Um, but I would rather ride a varied surface like a mountain where you're going up and down and across water and you're going through the woods and the open areas. And I'm just, I'm a, I like the trail for that reason where you're, you're getting a variety rather than just like a flat. Like we have some parks around here where we go to trail ride that are just flat and it's just open fields of flat and it's just kind of boring to me. Um, so yeah, that did not take near as long as I thought, but that's all of our questions. So I'm going to move on to a segment that I just thought of like today, <laughs> but I wanted to try something new to discuss on the podcast. So I don't know what to call this. Maybe like our Facebook discussion of the day or our Facebook question of the day, but this segment's going to be me getting on Facebook on my horse forums or my groups that I'm in and reading like questions and stuff that I have on there from people, not directly towards me, but things that I think are good discussion topics. I'm going to read them off of my Facebook groups. So, um, today this, this is posted in a group called halflingers, halflinger friends worldwide. I don't know why I'm still in this group. I joined it a long time ago when I had a halflinger named Sarah and I just, I've been a part of it ever since. And I don't, I don't know. I really like this group. Like there's a lot of really nice people in this group, all just appreciating their halflingers. And I really like the halflinger breeds. So I don't know. I've just kept it in, in here, but somebody just posted this, um, today. And I thought it was kind of an interesting topic, especially because a lot of you guys that watch my videos are new horse owners or aspiring horse owners or wanting to get a horse, you know, in the near future. So somebody posted in here a picture of their horse and it says, hi everyone. I'm a new horse mom in South Carolina and this is approximately my six-year-old mare Freya. She is crossed with a gypsy vanner, according to the previous owner. This has been my lifelong dream, but now I'm stressing about making sure I do everything right to care for her. I read that halfies, 
halfies is like what people call halflingers. I read that halfies need a controlled diet, but I also read horses need to eat thoroughly or no. Horses need to eat throughout the day so that their digestive tract keeps functioning. She was free-fed hay before me. With me, I have her on half a pound low-sugar starch grain and two flakes of hay twice a day in a slow feeder bag. She picks it clean within an hour and won't get more until her second feeding about five, six hours later. She's pasture-boarded, but the grass has died back a bit. I'm just worried I'm not doing what's right, especially because everyone I know has quarter horses with a completely different feeding routine. Okay, so this is kind of a lot to unpack, especially because a halflinger, halflingers are known to be very like metabolic and just insanely easy keepers. They could literally eat the dirt and they would be so fat. So I understand the pain. Now, I will say, especially for being a new horse mom, for those of you that are new to horses or are getting your first horse soon, The number one thing I tell people is don't overthink about it. Don't stress out about everything. It's not worth stressing out over. Horses are pretty resilient animals. Horses are pretty flexible animals. It's very unlikely that you got the one cursed horse in the state that is going to croak over and die because you changed one thing about its daily routine. So horses are pretty flexible. They're pretty resilient. They can adjust. So just take a deep breath, exhale, don't overthink everything. Um, So this mare, like she says here, um, this mare was fed free choice hay before her. So in her previous owner must have given her um, free feed hay. So that already tells me that your horse's um, digestive tract is already in the routine of being fed every day. Yes, horses' digestive system functions the healthiest when it's being slowly fed throughout the day. Um, All horses are like that because their digestive tracts are all the same. So yes, it's it's ideal to have horses that, that can be trickle fed throughout the day and eat here and there over a period of 24 hours. But that's not always ideal for everybody, and it does not make you a bad horse owner if you can't provide that. If your horses don't have round bales, or like this horse that gets fat off of the air, if it's not best for her to be eating all the time, that's okay. Um, You know, this horse, in the picture she has posted, it looks like a very healthy weight. This horse doesn't look overly fat. She has a big crusty neck. But that could also just be her build because she doesn't seem to have a hay belly or anything like that. So, you know, it's hard to say. If this horse was super fat coming from its previous home where she was free fed all day, that's kind of a different story to me. Because obviously she didn't need to be eating and gorging herself all day long, especially if it was too rich of hay. Um, If you do have the, the opportunity to free feed her or to give her multiple meals throughout the day, I would suggest just finding a really low um, quality hay. I guess just like good quality grass hay that is just super low in nutritional value. Nothing like alfalfa. Um, Maybe alfalfa mix like if she handles it well, but if not, there's no reason she can't just eat grass hay. It does say that she's already getting a low sugar slash starch grain. So she's getting some vitamins and nutrients from that. If she's got a salt block, if she's got a protein block, you know, I wouldn't worry too much about her getting all the vitamins and minerals. 
from her hay. So her hay can kind of come down a scale and just be like lower quality grass hay if you want her to be free fed all day. If not, you know, feeding a horse twice a day, it you know, they can adjust. Like, like I said earlier, it's not the most ideal thing in the world, but I've been doing it for years. There's all kinds of people that have been doing it for years. It's possible. And your horse isn't going to, um, you know, die because it's getting fed twice a day. It It is possible to do. Um, like you said, she already has um, a slow feed bag. So that's, you know, the best option is to stretch that, that feeding out for as long as possible. Hold on. I need to check to make sure my, okay, we got six minutes before my um, thing cuts off. But you know, and some people even like that work from home will go out and feed their horses three or four times a day. So if she gets fed in the morning, you could come out three or four hours later and give her a small like lunch meal. Um, but overall, I think that this horse is going to be fine, especially if she's still on pasture, even though the grass has died back a bit, even if there's still like some ground, some brown poking up grass from from the ground she will still go out and pick at that I know that's you know some people don't count that as food but it is still like food moving through her gut if she's going out there and picking at the dead grass um so yeah that's my advice for this horse you know it's feeding a horse two or three times a day isn't the most ideal thing in the world, but it's also, it's not going to kill your horse. Your horse is going to be okay. It is possible to do. And, um, don't feel like you're a terrible horse owner just because you can't, you know, feed your horse eight times a day or give them free feed. hay. like not, not all of us can afford that. Sometimes we got to put our horses on a diet so that they don't founder or get just grossly overweight because that that's another thing we have to consider is that even though we are taking the option of free feed away we're also giving the opportunity for them to live comfortably and a little more healthily when they're not just you know 400 pounds overweight and foot sore so Anyway, that's my that's my input on the topic. Let me know what you guys think about that down below. There was another one down here on this page that I thought was really funny to read. So let me find it quick. People in their halflingers. Okay, so did you guys know that Facebook has an option now where you can post something anonymously in groups? Like you can hide your name. So like this post in particular just says group member. It doesn't have a name on it. So you have no idea who posted it. Kind of interesting. Um, but this must be a new thing that Facebook has just done. But anyway, this person posted. Okay. This is really silly, but it's driving me nuts. This is my first time owning a halflinger, and I cannot believe how gassy he is. Is this normal? My vet doesn't seem to be seem phased, but I'm worried about his digestion. Is it just the breed? Question mark. Um. So, I kind of want to see what the comments say in here. My halflinger is healthy, happy. He's always farted a lot, especially when running and bucking in the pasture. Have our, I have our hay tested and feed according to an equine nutritionist. Um, if it's excessive, you might want to explore further. Gut issues can be problematic. Check for sand in his poop. 
um, etc. Good for you for having your vet look at him. My mare was when she was in too green of grass and clover. Now she's very overgrazed pasture and her gut seems much calmer. So these are kind of some interesting input. Yes, this breed can have GI issues. I'd say as long as he doesn't have a liquid squirt during a bowel movement or colic episodes, he's probably okay. No, it's not normal. There can be several reasons for it. So here's the thing about Facebook groups, you guys, especially if you're a new horse owner or you're wanting to get a horse. Um, Facebook groups are going to have, especially the ones with thousands of members, you're going to get literally every possible answer on the spectrum. Like people are going to be like literally just everywhere, all over the board. So if you literally comment or you post something that says, my horse got a cut on it, what should I do? People will say, take it to the vet. People will say, don't worry about it. It'll be fine. People will say your horse needs stitches. People will say to put a Band-Aid over it. Like literally all ends of the board will come from Facebook. So I'm not saying don't ever ask for advice because there are some people that have great advice on Facebook because they are actual people as well. Um, but be prepared for the most ridiculous thing you've ever heard also to come from these Facebook groups. For instance, like this one. She has people telling her that her horse is fine. It's just gas. It's probably no big deal. There's people that are like, yeah, it's not normal at all. Your vet should look at him. Um, hold on. I got to restart this. Uh, so my halflinger was not um, super gassy. She was, I, I wouldn't say she was any more or less gassy than any of my other horses. However, I have met horses in my lifetime that were excessively more gassy than other horses. I used to work at a horse ranch. I still go out there every once in a while. And there was this horse there named Twister. And he was just absolutely insane. Like the horse farted constantly all day every day just non-stop and it was just mostly this horse like the other ones you know not so bad but like this horse holy crap and you know he didn't appear to have anything wrong with him um you know he was pretty fat so maybe just like the grass like some people were saying she was in too green of grass it's too rich and it's just causing a lot of bloating and 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 gas farts so you know that could definitely be a contender. Honestly, the way that I see it, if my horse appears comfortable, doesn't appear to have like a stomach ache or is bothered by it at all, I'm not going to stress out about it. Um, if this horse is super, super gassy and your horse is often grouchy or rolls a lot, is kind of experiencing some colicky episodes maybe, that appears that this horse is uncomfortable or is having some gut issues, then that might be something to look into and ask your vet about. But just because your horse farts a lot, like <laughs> horses do fart a lot. <laughs> and, you know, halflingers being fat metabolic ones, you know, I could see how that would definitely be a more common problem. So especially it doesn't say if this girl's horse is overweight currently or not. So 
I don't really know. But if if this horse is eating all day long, if it's on pasture, etc., you have to take in all of those variables. I'm not going to say that just like halflingers in general are gassy, but you know, I I don't know. I wouldn't stress about it. I wouldn't really deep dive into it unless you notice that is negatively impacting your horse. So like I said earlier, I don't overthink things. I don't stress out about it unless there's a reason to be concerned. So anyways, let me know, does your horse fart a lot in the comments down below? I had a lesson kid a couple weeks ago come out and this kid has just started coming to lessons. A couple weeks ago, he was out and I was teaching him how to brush the mane and brush the tail. You know, you start down at the end and you work your way up and sugar lifts her tail and just like relieves the pressure tank. Right. And this kid, he's like, what's happening? (laughs) And I just said, well, she had to fart. And he just started laughing um, and proceeded to hold his breath. But I was like, she will wait until you're back here every time. And then she will release a fart. (laughs) And it was kind of funny. So yeah, sugar does fart pretty much anytime I'm behind her, but I wouldn't say any of my horses have an overly gassy problem. So anyways, let me know down below. Let me know if you guys have any questions and Um, I think I do actually have one question. I know I haven't been doing the questions of the day, but I think I have one today. So somebody asked on my last, oh my God, a ladybug just landed on my hand and it scared me. Hold on, I go flick it. Um, I got a comment on the last episode. Um, I got to find it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Michaela C204 commented, why don't you do a ton of groundwork and desensitizing during the winter months? So this is a good question. Um, And I guess, I don't know, I've been conscious of this lately because I see all these other people, of course, continuing to work their horses all winter. And girl, I would love to. Truthfully, I would love to. And I'm not going to say I don't at all. Um, I would gladly work through the winter if it wasn't miserable. Um, And that's like the biggest thing. And I know that kind of sounds like a bum thing to say, like you're just being lazy. And maybe that is part of it Um, because I'm not going to say I'm not lazy sometimes. But yeah, I, I truthfully, I would love to work with my horses all winter long if it wasn't miserable for the both of us. But Iowa's winters, you know, the Midwest in general, especially this year. I mean, we've had a lot of nice days this year. So I have continued to work my horses into mid, late November when we were still having really nice days. I haven't done pretty much anything with them all month just because if it's not raining, it's ridiculously windy. Um, Or, you know, generally in Iowa, it's like negative 30 degrees all winter long. So because I don't have an indoor and for those reasons, my round pin is a slippery, muddy disaster. And for one, Chance is currently living in it. But I could take Chance out if I desperately needed to to work with somebody. But it's slippery, disgusting mess. It's a slap hole. And like who's going to work in that? I don't want somebody to slip and I don't want to you know, just be covered in mud, in soaking wet mud. Um, 
my little writing space down there is for one full of walnuts because I haven't really set up a better spot. Next year, I'm going to put up a different arena, but I have a little writing area full of walnuts. Um, you can't really do much of anything in there. And again, it's slippery and it's muddy and I don't want to tear it up. And if it's not raining, it's windy and horrible out. So yeah, if we got some like dry, warm weeks, I would love to go out there and work with them. I, w- I would continue for sure to be out there doing it. And I could haul somewhere if I found an arena I could ride at. Usually places around here charge to, you know, bring your horse and ride it there. Um, if the roads are safe enough to haul. So that's another thing. My truck is okay. Like my truck does an okay job, but it's not the greatest. It's an older truck. I don't really trust it that well in bad weather. Um, and then pulling a trailer, the gravel roads right now, like it has rained for the last three days here. The gravel roads right now are absolutely horrendous. Like I was worried this morning getting in my car to go to work if I would get stuck on the gravel roads because they're so sloppy and wet and they're just dragging you all over the place. I don't want to even try to pull a trailer down those gravel roads. Um, but if it was warm out or at least not windy and frozen, um, you know, I would, I definitely would. It's not like I don't want to, cause I have too many horses right now and I need to get some of them broke so that I can sell them. And if I could continue to work with them through the winter and not just be miserable outside where everything's freezing cold and wet and everybody is wet and mud covered and yeah. So I know that just sounded like a whole bunch of ex- excuses and I mean, they were, but Yeah. <laughs> that's why I don't do much of anything in the winter because it's miserable. But, you know, one day, hopefully when I'm rich and famous, I can put up a little indoor area and at least bring every everybody inside when I want to work with them and we can have a dry, wind-free space. But, you know, that's probably 10 years away. So we'll see what happens. But that's why I don't do much of anything in the winter. Let me know down below. Do you guys ride your horses through the winter or not? I know a lot of people in my area don't do anything with their horses all winter. Um, They get kind of a winter break and they resume in the spring. So I don't know. That's just that's my take on it. Let me know down below and let me know if you guys have any questions for the next episode for a comment of the day or question of the day whatever you want to call it. But I'm going to go ahead and end off this video now or this um, episode now. But thank you guys so much for watching. Um, If you tuned in on Anchor or Spotify or if you're listening on YouTube, wherever you're listening, I really have enjoyed doing this podcast and just sitting down and talking and talking about different topics and answering your guys' questions. We have probably a couple more weeks um, until we start season two, um, quote unquote season two, um, which probably won't make much of a difference for you YouTube listeners. But anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed. Let me know what you think down below. Make sure to check out the description box where you can find my buy me a coffee, where you can buy me a coffee or donate to help support the channel or the podcast. Let me know your ideas for the, for the future episodes and find my social medias down there. So thank you guys again for listening and I will see you guys next time. Bye.